0: Hello there, I'm History of the Flash, but you could call me JD. And ahoy in the comic
1: book Hunter, also
0: known as Just Hunter. And this is a hero story, episode 117. Welcome. A Hero Story is a show where we talk all things comics. That includes comic book movies, comic book animation, comic book video games, comic books themselves, you name it, we probably talk about it. Today's show has most of those subjects coming up. It uh, was the release of a good comic book video game. Uh, well, I assume it's good. I mean, I don't know. It's good opposed it. to the last comic book video game, which there is news about that we'll talk about There is news on. about. Uh, but but the, the release of Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. coincides with this podcast, as well as the release of the ps5 which hunter our very own hunter was not lucky enough to get unfortunately uh, i tried I, so hard <laughs> H- hunter tried see i accepted my fate a long time ago that i just wasn't going to get the ps5 right away and i knew i wasn't going to get it right away so i'm like i'm not going to go through the heartbreak heartbreak like a lot of my friends will be looking at you tyler <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah so uh ps5 is out miles morales is out but yeah we're, we're going to get uh into all of that in this episode and we're going to start with the news which is of course hunter section so hunter without further ado take it away
1: thank you uh for those who don't care about the news real quick
0: and want to skip oh to yeah the time comics, stamps description skip ahead skip, you look you in the, the time stamps in the description below
1: you can skip ahead but the, for those just curious what comics we're reviewing this week we are reviewing the amazing spider-man issue 52 iron man number three uh the flash number 765 and superman number 27
0: but anyways oh oh wait oh. before we even get into any of that oh, okay uh, we hit our goal on indiegogo Uh, of the Price of Hero Pays comic. Yeah. Uh, Our our comic, if you live under a rock, uh, is called The Price of Hero Pays. It's going to be a three-issue trade. And uh, we've been working on it since... How long have we been working on this now?
1: We started technically in June with the first like idea, concept art, and whatnot.
0: Yeah. It, okay, yeah. It's, it's been a while now. Uh, it's set to release in January 2021. You can still back it, Indiegogo, and search up The Price of Hero Pays. Mm-hmm. Or just go on our website, uh, herostorycomics.com. But uh, yeah, no, it's been uh, a joy to work on. It's The scripts are mostly done now. Uh, the art is getting there on mostly done and Issue yeah three it's,
1: is starting yeah so
0: yeah so it's it's so been a ton of fun to work test. on but we had we hit our goal which is definitely very inspiring to both of us uh mm-hmm. listen we're just two kids who uh started comic accounts met started a podcast and now are starting our own comic company so it's exactly it's been a ton of fun we appreciate all of your support uh even just listening to the podcast like we appreciate that support so uh from us to you
1: thank you yeah exactly. I mean. It, it, we, we put out this Indiegogo September, like end of September, I believe. And it, it's so great that we hit our goal with time to spare too. I was kind of thinking that it would be like last second, we might hit it, but there, we got about a week and a half left by the time this episode's out. So thank you. I mean, we've both been working so much on this book. I myself on, I'm doing art. I've been working on it literally every single day. I don't think I've gone a day without the price hero pays on my mind because um you know it's, it needs to come out. I'm passionate about this,
0: <laughs> and 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 this is why I like being the writer because I can go many days without it being on my mind. Kidding, kidding, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, the writer is always thinking. Right, I got to say some clever clever stuff to cover for myself. The writer is always thinking about the story. No, but it's we we've, we've been working very hard on it, uh, including our partner Drew at Dennis Designs on Instagram. Check him out; he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been doing a lot of great work with us, and yeah, it's been a ton of fun. Uh, I really can't wait for you guys to read the comic and. Uh, definitely give us some feedback listen it's our first comic so i, I don't expect it to be perfect but uh it's I'm... our
1: first real comic I for, first real comic we,
0: yeah. did, we did a mini comic for Comicsology, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah i i think it's gonna come out great and i can't wait to have it on my shelf i mean it's gonna be pretty crazy having my own yeah my i keep shelf. thinking like, about that's, that <laughs> that's cool
1: yeah if you have trades at home like you just put it right there and you'll i assume we're gonna get a spine with the title on it you know like a I... trade
0: as the one who's doing the printing, I actually have no idea. I haven't done that much research on the printing other than like the cost of it, but I think I can edit the spine. Hopefully, I could edit the spine just for the title I want to alone. obviously and then... put our names on there. Yeah, yeah, the, the title and our names and all that stuff. but, uh, but yeah, so that's um the, that's the update on the price of hero pays. So uh, thank you. yeah.
1: <laughs> now on to the regular podcast episode, starting with the news of the week. So, For those of you just joining us, we go over the news of the week, starting with live action news. We then head over to gaming news and comic news. There's a little bit of news in all these categories. Usually we don't have many in comics or gaming sometimes, or we have a lot in one category, not a lot in the other. But little bits of things in all of us. So starting with live action news of the week, uh, WandaVision has a release date, and it's not 2020. It's going to be January 15th, and it's going to be six one-hour-long episodes releasing weekly. Not 2020, though, like
0: they said. Me- meaning that 2020 will be the first year with zero MCU content since 2009.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Huh. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, well, at least we're getting it in Janu- or in December. And even people on Marvel were saying, yeah, it's coming out in December. But here we are, almost the middle of November. Jeez, almost the middle of November. And still no release date until today. And it's coming January. So... We'll have to wait a little bit longer, but I'm really excited for this in general, so I'm just glad we finally have a release date, because we've known about this show for two years now, and we're finally getting a release date after it's been done filming for almost a year, I feel like. So, you excited?
0: Listen, I'm not the biggest TV show watcher. I, I, I'm i more of a movie guy. I don't really watch that much TV shows. Um I'll probably check this out because I feel like I kind of have to. But yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so hopefully it's good. I mean, it, lo- it, it looks interesting.
1: It's got movie quality. Uh, WandaVision episode one was actually filmed with a secret live audience, and the majority of that episode is going to be in black and white. Now they said majority of the episode, meaning we're probably going to get some looks at the, what's really happening, and we're going to get color there because WandaVision is very much like. Some stories like Tom King's The Vision, House of M, Avengers Disassembled, and in some of those stories, like Avengers Disassembled, the Scarlet Witch thinks she's living in a happy life with her kids and her husband, and everything's fine, and it's all classic and a little creepy. The perfect American dream, but in reality, she's killing the Avengers. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see if they follow that path or they go somewhere else, but I guarantee you they're going to follow the, what you see isn't really happening. This is Wanda Vision, meaning Wanda's vision. Maybe I'm excited. <laughs> going on to the next bit of news for live action, there was a rumor about a week ago that Amelia Clark was going to be replacing Amber Heard at uh, Amber Herb, Amber Heard as Mera for Aquaman two. Those rumors were denied because earlier this week Amber Heard came on and said that she is excited to film Aquaman two within the next few months. I believe is when it starts filming. Uh, there's a petition to get rid of her. Uh, on Wednesday, I believe, it crossed one million signatures. <laughs> so, will Warner Brothers keep this? I kind of feel like they won't.
0: Like... I mean, listen, I was kind of surprised when they fired Johnny Depp. Just because mm-hmm. I didn't think that they were going to take sides on this. Um, But yeah, maybe they're going to clear house on both. I mean, it's, it's certainly possible.
1: Because as far... As far as i know i feel like even the cast members like jason momoa wouldn't want to work with her maybe or might say can we get someone else and i really like the idea of amelia clark playing Mara. i feel like she would really nail the character despite being a little short for Isabellian princess but
0: <laughs> how <laughs> tall is amelia clark
1: i thought she was small I, I could be wrong just seeing her like game of thrones next to Mr. Jason Momoa, you know, there's quite the height difference there. I don't know how tall she actually is, but
0: I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I'll have to look. Oh, it. really? Well, I watched the pilot and I felt like I needed a notebook. So I was like, uh, <laughs> "Hey, she's uh she's five foot two, which is okay. very short.
1: That is very very short." And Jason Momoa is like to put, nine, to put in a comparison hun-
0: to to put in a comparison. Hunter is over a foot taller than Emily Clark.
1: Yeah, literally. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. So yeah, that that is quite short, but I was okay with the casting, even though it turns out those rumors were just false in the end. Amber Heard is going to be in the Snyder Cut. She went about two weeks ago to film some new scenes as Murrah for Zack Snyder, and then this week, Zack Snyder posted
2: a picture.
0: Which brings up the question of Ray Fisher's uh, whole thing here of accountability over entertainment. Yet he was filming with Amber Heard.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think they have any scenes together, but
2: my yeah. point: being,
0: if if it is all about accountability as opposed to entertainment, shouldn't he have st- made a stand and said, "I'm not going to film if she's going to be there"? Yeah, that, that's a good Account- point. I, th- I, thought it was, I thought it was accountability over entertainment. Only when it's Jeff Johns, I guess.
1: Yeah, only when it's Jeff Johns. <laughs> Um, speaking of the Snyder Cut, Zack Snyder recently posted a picture on his phone using a camera of Martian Manhunter concept art. Martian Manhunter is apparently going to be in the Snyder Cut, and, I mean... It's 100%
0: got to be the general, right, from Man of Steel and BVS?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, I think like that was already confirmed.
0: Oh, okay, cool. That's <laughs> That's something I've wanted for... You know, since Man of Steel, so...
1: Yeah, that, I feel like that was... Incredible. I don't
0: think I don't think Tyler and Harper are going to be happy about that, but, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I mean, the concept art, it, it looks like Martian Manhunter. I feel like there's a character that if you change the design, it's like, why bother? It's a green alien. I mean, he, he looks like he... What do you think he looks like? He looks like the Supergirl Martian Manhunter, which looks like Martian Manhunter, so... Yay, it's good, I guess. We have to see the real thing to find out for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's,
0: it's literally just a picture off his phone, so it's not the best thing.
1: And it's not from, it's not like a screenshot from the movie or anything. It's it's art made before the movie even started filming, probably. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But yeah, that's the uh little bits of live action news. On to, I guess we'll do, let's do comic news next, actually. And then we'll get into the gaming news. Uh, for comic news, Brian Michael Bendis hinted at something in the Instagram comments. Someone asked him on his Instagram if he will still be writing Superman after he's done his final issue, which is about a month from now. And then DC Future State, he's only writing Legion of the Superheroes. Brian Michael Bendis replied saying, Yeah, I am still writing Superman, he said in quotes. So like, Superman. What does this mean? Uh, JD, what does this mean? <laughs>
0: My guess is that he's writing the John Kent Superman, as it's not full Superman, but it's the Superman that's taking the spot. Um, to which I I cringe at the thought of, um, <laughs> given that the last time he's written John Kent is uh, that's a fabulous jacket to uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, to, to
0: Superboy. Oh God, um,
1: yeah, he doesn't. Really, he's not the greatest at John. I <laughs> find. When he said Superman, yeah, okay, actually, I was gonna say maybe Justice League, but I think you might be more right here. I could totally see him writing like a solo John Kent series. John Kent is getting a future state, and uh, he he was he was
0: the one who was very happy with aging John up. So aging John up some more to become Superman. He was the one
1: who did age John up.
0: But but I'm saying like he he was like like the one who like who moved forward with it. So I'm saying like. I'm sure he's more than fine with them aging him up again to be Superman. I don't know. I don't like this.
1: That's so weird. John, Ugh. in our time, like how long we've seen John Kent in real life, it's five years. <laughs> and he's already 17. And he might be aging to like 20 now. Damian Wayne, in our time, we've seen Damian Wayne for 20 years? 19 years? Something like that. And he's 13. So... <laughs> It goes to show like you're just missing so many stories with young John, but yeah, we've talked about this before we we, we,
0: rather we, we, we've ye- we've yelled about this before yeah um, <laughs> now mr uh I'm reading every future state title uh, how do you um, feel about Ben is writing John cat Superman
1: I don't well, he's not writing the future state title for John I know that uh i I'll, I'll be reading that one. Superman, Man of the Troubles. Wait, he's not writing the Future State? He's not writing the Future State one, but he's likely going to be going on when Future State ends in March and everything gets relaunched. Boof. So, uh, Future State books are actually just going to be either solo titles or, like, four issues max for a series. So, we'll see what happens here. I don't think I'll be reading every single title for Future State, but a good majority for some reason so we'll wait and see what happens uh last bit of comic news is the next avengers arc by jason aaron will follow his arc that he was doing a lot for the thor comics about the phoenix the phoenix has returned for those who don't know the phoenix is basically a giant firebird from space that can not consumes but energizes people to become the phoenix when you're the phoenix you're basically the most powerful kind of of like a
0: symbiote in a sense
1: Kind of like a symbiote. Yeah, you become that thing. You're still in control, kind of. But you're also, like, extremely powerful. This this phoenix melted Asgard. Just look at it that way. Just by being near it. It melted Asgard. It could melt planets. It could burn a god to smithereens just with the snap of his fingers, basically. Only a few Marvel characters have actually been able to control the phoenix. So, uh, now that he's coming to the Avengers... Jason Aaron so far has shown that four characters are going to control this. Those characters are Jane Foster, who is going to be in this arc, which has me very interested because I find Jason Aaron writes a fantastic Jane Foster. He's the one that wrote the female Thor series. Uh, he, uh, She-Hulk is also going to consume the Phoenix, which I'm like, uh, okay, I guess. Gamma radiation. That's a good excuse. I, I, I hated
0: She-Hulk in that series.
1: Yeah, I did too. So I'll have to wait and see. Uh, T'Challa, so Black Panther will be consuming it. I don't know how I feel about that, but when you look at the concept art, he gets like a black and gold suit and it looks so cool. So I'm like, all right, fair enough. And the last person is actually someone who con- kind of consumed it before and it's Wolverine. So in Jason Aaron's Thor run in his King Thor series before King Thor, like every once in a while in his in his nine year Thor run he went like to the end of the world, and there's only like a handful of Marvel characters alive. One of those characters alive was Wolverine, who was in control of the Phoenix. So it looks like we're going to see Wolverine's first encounter to the Phoenix in here. So yeah, uh, I might pick up Avengers for this actually, just because I really enjoyed every Phoenix. I arc didn't bit. know. I didn't bit. know you dropped it. Uh yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, I thought you had still been reading it. A little too much focus on Ghost Rider to me, and I felt like. I feel like for Avengers and Justice League 2, your story should be like either, hey, everyone's getting along and just doing casual things and just fighting crime as a team. Or, and the world, like, consequences are going to happen. This may affect other books kind of scenarios. I feel like Jason Aaron's Thor didn't do that except for the first arc with Celestials. Mm. Besides that, it just all felt like filler. So, I dropped it. But this Phoenix arc sounds really cool. So, (laughs) I'll be going i'll be reading that probably and uh you dropped it too right
0: yeah i dropped it um, before you did um mm-hmm. i think by issue 14 maybe 15 somewhere around there
1: okay <laughs> i mean fair enough uh yeah i mean i might pick it up for this and i'm just gonna lead into issue 52 so issue 50 might be big as well and yeah that's it for the comic news now into gaming news i guess we'll talk about the avengers stuff first um avengers the the game that came out september that we reviewed on the podcast well kind of uh it lost 62 million dollars <laughs> oh you were the one who is... told me this i didn't even actually realize that so yeah you want to talk about this
0: first yeah um they had a financial report i guess and uh yeah they lost 62 million dollars on the video game which is uh pretty abysmal mm-hmm.
2: um
0: given that you know the arkham series and spider-man ps4 sell broke records in their sales uh this is extremely disappointing um this is not good and <laughs> this is yeah, not good <laughs> be, because th- that could be memed actually if someone I was to about to say that that. That. <laughs> that, could, that could be memed just your... maybe i'll, I'll <gasps> this I'll is make not good <laughs> this is not good um listen because i think that's you know these companies these studios everything they base everything off of how the market reacts right Mm -hmm. so you know a superhero movie start doing well more superhero movies pop up superhero video games start doing well superhero video games pop up a video game loses 62 million dollars now there's gonna be some companies that are like "Ah, do i really want to take a chance on a superman game Ah, do I really want to ch- take a chance on a Justice League game? You know, like, uh, it, it, this is not good for other games. Now, whether you had problems or not with Avengers, I, I thought it was a fine game. I mean, I could see why some people don't like it, but I, I thought overall it was a fine game. It's it's not good for the genre. Uh,
1: let's kind of break down why it did so poorly. Because Miles Morales released as a recording state, and pretty much everyone who bought a PS5, <laughs> got Miles Morales and a ton of people with a PlayStation 4 well, well, got it too.
0: Well, so that, that was one of the things that I thought about when Avengers came out was why not wait a few more months and just make it on PS5? I because, mean, it's
1: going to be coming to PS5 too, but it's not going to be that right. But, but,
0: but being there with launch, the, the thing about being a launch game is you get automatic sales just from being the only game in town. Like, yeah, I, rem- I remember when PS4 came out there were only a handful of games that were actually on the PS4 so they sold extremely well just because they were the only things out.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: if you had a PS4 you're like alright I have to buy this so I have something to play. So I, I think that it would have been smarter to wait for the actual PS5 launch and I feel like it would have done better. Although you don't want to rival the Miles Morales Spider-Man but still I think you would have done decent. Um I-, I also think that there was a lot of like the game didn't feel ready yet it felt like there were a lot of glitches lot of, like, oh yeah big time like a lot of problems with the game it, i mean it a felt month like after any... release
1: they were they released that patch that fixed over a thousand glitches yeah why would you release a game with a thousand glitches in the first place
0: so yeah beyond, beyond me so I, I think that was part of it and i don't know i i guess maybe it goes into graphics as well a lot of people didn't like the graphics i didn't think that they were that, I don't bad, they were that bad
2: either yeah that i know
0: that was a lot of people's problems with it i don't know it doesn't feel like a game that deserved to lose 62 million
1: no uh when you have an ip like the avengers it's crazy that you do lose that much money that i think like I, I honestly
0: buy. think it just has to do with the time period that it came out i mean it's just it's a weird time at the end of ps4 like i know some of my friends who didn't buy it because they were like um i'm getting rid of my ps4 in a few months anyway i'm not buying any new games for it and i was like yeah i kind of understand that
1: for yeah that, that's a good point actually i think it's the timing but also breaking down when this game was first announced all they did was show a trailer like fade to black fade to captain america shield fade to black fade to thor's hammer and then it brought the hype because people were like oh my god they're making an avengers game and then first reveal it didn't look that good like the graphics wise and then first gameplay it looked very slow looked very clunky And then by the time the game is out, bad reviews all around for it being both glitchy, a short story, very, very repetitive. So people are like, okay, I don't want a game like that. So they don't buy it. We bought it. Um, I kind of agree that it was glitchy. It was short and it was extremely repetitive. I, I enjoyed it, but I feel like I enjoyed it more to the comic book fan rather than a video game fan.
0: A gun near your head was it worth the what you spent 60? Was it worth Was it worth 60 65 dollars? Oh,
1: I'm in Canada, so
0: it was 79. <laughs> uh, boof, yeah. was it worth the money?
1: Um, not at the time, but I think it will be worth the money a year from now when glitches like, are fixed and characters are added.
0: But that's terrible for a video game, yeah. I
1: know because they, I mean, there was that leak that came out that like 20 characters are being added to this game. We know Kate Bishop Hawkeye and Spider-Man But also, are like, coming. why why
0: are you why are you adding characters so late? The game's already dead.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kate Bishop was supposed to release like start of October, and here we are, two weeks into November, and she still hasn't come out.
0: Like, I got I don't know this. Like, I, I think that you know, Spider-Man PS4 had the advantage of I wanted to play it even after I finished it. Like, just swinging around the city was awesome, mm-hmm. and doing little side missions here and there. I, Avengers, once I finished the story, I was kind of just like, okay. The they week. have like
1: yeah on release like that opening week they had like three missions they could do after and then you just have to repeat them repeat and repeat them in order to get new suits and that's cool how they added new suits into the game but a lot of them are just like either originals or just like oh here's a captain america's suit put in a different color kind of thing yeah. and a lot of people were just like can we get like suits from maybe the mcu like spider ps4 does or from comic books. Do the comics yeah like all, we, there's like, what, 20 Captain America suits and not a single one is this comic suit. I find that so weird. With, like, the chain mail on, like, the weird boots and stuff. I wanted yeah. to dress like that, but they didn't have that. So, it, it's odd in that case. And the fact that it's slow and clunky, and then, like you said, it it's di- It I was going to say it's dying, but at this point, it's practically dead. It's dead. It's and dead. And there's 20 I don't characters are going to add. Like, I'll still be playing when characters are added. I'm pretty excited for Kate Bishop, and I'm curious how Spider-Man's going to play. We know Black Panther is also going to come eventually, and I guarantee other characters like Captain Marvel.
0: They're, they're so. just taking so long on this, and I wonder if the $62 million loss has any account to mm, now we don't have the money to put these extra characters in, like some of them at least.
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I bet I bet Kate Bishop and Hawkeye will 100% release, and Spider-Man too, because they advertised before the game was out, hey, buy it on PlayStation, you'll get PlayStation Spider-Man. exclusive, yeah. Which was stupid. But, yeah, it, comparing stupid. it to games Why like... Is that stupid? I mean, you're you're advertising it before. It's out like, oh, everyone buy on PlayStation and so long Xbox users kind of thing. But Yeah, that's how it
0: should be. PlayStation supremacy.
1: Okay, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> been on <laughs> PlayStation since I was a kid. Yeah, fair
1: enough. I, I'm a PlayStation guy too, but fair enough. Uh, it's just, when you're comparing it to games like Spider-Man, like you said, you could run around. Well, in this game, it would have been so much better if you could free roam. Can you imagine if you just free roam around a city as any character and it has the momentum and the fluid as like Spider-Man PS4, even Arkham Knight, which I thought yeah. found had great fluid for just running around. Even if you're doing a character like Captain America, you can't fly, you can't swing, but maybe you can ride a motorbike around kind of thing. So what a disappointment.
0: <laughs> and, and that's why I lost $62 million.
1: Yeah. Miles Morales is in a disappointment, though, and that came out. I
0: mean, I mean, I had friends asking me, like, oh, should I get Avengers? And I was kind of just like, unless you really want it, I'd save you money.
1: Yeah, it's exactly. like, some characters are fun. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people who play this game. People have their mains. I like playing as Thor. Uh, our friend, Comic Boy, Tyler, he was on the show last week. He loves playing Captain America, he said. Uh, who do you play, for the
0: most part? Uh, I like Iron Man a lot. So, um... yeah,
1: people will have different play styles that fit this game, so... That's cool. Like please.
0: I actually kind of like Hulk, too, even though he's kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fair enough. But, yeah, it's cool how they were able to make unique movesets. But, yeah. Anyways, Miles Morales came out this week, and that was awesome. Well, it is awesome so far. Uh, So, we'll likely be doing a full review of Miles Morales PS5 slash PS4 next week's episode. Yeah. Uh, JD is probably going to buy it this week. I already bought it.
0: Pro- probably this weekend. I mean, probably in the next few days.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: After being up till 3 a.m. trying to get the PS5 didn't work, pain. And then uh, I woke up at 7 a.m. the next morning to try again, and I got out of my cart twice, and I was like, "Oh my God, I, I did it! I finally did!" It. Didn't work, pain. So uh, I decided yeah. I'm gonna Agony. give up. I'm like, you know what? I don't know when I'm gonna get this, and I really want to play Miles Morales, so I bought it on my PlayStation 4 instead, and I'm two hours in. I understand it's a very short game and that's bothering me a lot because I'm loving the story a lot so far. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna finish this in like two days. But uh it's awesome so far. I mean you haven't played it yet, but just I'm not gonna do a full review, just gonna give my first thoughts comparing it to Spider Man PS4. Momentum's so much better. I find you know in Spider Man PS4 you could like fly up into the air or like swing up into the air and then you hold down the buttons and like flip around kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this it feels so much better. Like I felt like that, you could do front flips, back flips, and side flips, and that that's it. This you could go all over the place. I feel like the the animation it's very different to Peter's, but it's very fun. And story alone, like I'm very low into it, but Miles's reaction to things feels very human. Like the it was already announced the first boss fight is Rhino, and during that fight, see Rhino, yeah. <laughs> During that fight, Miles is panicking, and it feels real. And you hear you hear the music come in, and it's it's like very intense, and it's very very Spider Man with those vi- with those violins coming in. But the whole time you're you're fighting with Peter, and Peter's in the background. He's just like, "All right, Miles, you gotta you gotta be on my back here. You gotta you gotta stay with me. Calm down." And Miles is like, "Peter, this is like really bad. Like this is bad. <laughs> like people are dying. This this is this is not good. And I don't like that. It shows how new he is." In the animation alone, like when you're swinging on a web, sometimes he spins a little bit like he can't really control himself. And so good so far.
0: Uh, now, the new Peter, what do you, uh, oh, the what, new what's, face. what's your take on it?
1: So I forgot about it first off. So I'm playing and the first cut scene when he takes his mask off, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I miss the old one big time. That being said, I kind of got used to it. I mean, you see his fit, fit, you see Peter masked off quite a few times so far. And I kind of got used to it. And so, like the first game, how people could call Peter and it shows their little face from their phone in, like, the corner when you're swinging. So, Peter called me at one point when I'm swinging around. And you see his face. <laughs> like how casually
0: you just said that. Yeah. yeah. So, Pete, Pete calls me. Pete, yeah. So, Pete, you know, the spider guy, he calls me, He right? gives me a call, you know. Yeah. I'm swinging around the city and this guy calls me. He no.
1: dials me up, right? And he says, hey, hey, Mo- hey Morales, where you at? <laughs> uh... Well, his little face appeared, right? And it's this new model. And I didn't really even notice at first but he, while I was talking to him. Then I looked, I'm like, oh, right, his his face changed. It's not as bad as I thought. I still it hate be. it. I still hate I it. I miss and, the old and, one, 100%. And,
0: but, but even me, I don't even like the old one that much. I thought the old one was kind of ugly. I don't think either one really does just to Peter Parker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I like the old one because he wasn't that good looking. Because he's this guy. Oh,
0: don't get don't get that, me wrong. I don't expect him to be a pretty boy. I just thought the animation wasn't great on his face.
1: I kind of like how it bags under his eyes. I mean, this is a guy that was a good touch who has like he's struggling for an underpaid job. He's going out at night and getting punched in the face <laughs> like every single night. So I liked how he looked tired. And this one, he this guy doesn't look like he's seeing a stressful day in his life. And plus Miles looks older than him, so that bothers oh, f- me a lot. But, I mean, so far, so good. The game's good. Th- th- that's my main takeaway of this, and I can't wait for you to play it, and I can't wait to go back to playing it and beating it, and then we could talk about it on next week's episode, hopefully. Yeah,
0: next next week's episode will, will probably be titled uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man PS5, or PS4 Review. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, in this case. I mean... It's so good, and the music's fantastic.
0: But yeah, that, that's all I'll say for
1: now. I'll leave my full the, the sound I,
0: I, I've listened to the soundtrack. It is top tier.
1: It is really
0: good. Like, that it's, is, like, go- goaded, like, up there with, you know, like, the best of Spider-Man, like, Hans Zimmer, Danny Elfman stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that good.
1: It's like they, they just start playing, like, the PS4 soundtrack, which I thought I found was also a really good Spider-Man PS4. And like, what if we, like, combine this with Miles' Spider-Verse music taste? And it's like, dang, that is... A good idea <laughs> yeah it's really good especially when we're swinging around but yeah great game so far well i'll say my full my more full thoughts for next week's episode but mm-hmm. yeah uh, now that's it for the news of the week
0: all right cool uh welcome to the comics of the week uh
1: roughly 30 minutes in
0: roughly 30 minutes in uh what is your pick of the week and mm-hmm. what is your cover of the week i didn't think that my, my cover of the week is superman 27 i love the negative space of mm-hmm. superman kind of just floating around in the nothingness i think that came out really really good um it, it seems like it's like the perfect one to get like something sketched on or signed on like it's just oh you know, i didn't
1: even think of that
0: it's meant for like gold marker like it just it looks so good mm-hmm. um as for my pick of the week um i don't know maybe spider-man
1: okay glad you're finally reading spider-man
0: I yes I, am fi- I have finally caught up for the listeners of a hero story i have finally gotten to it and uh, it's about time i know
1: yeah <laughs> if I cover the week will probably be superman as well that was re- that's really cool cover that was just a lot of negative space my pick of the week is iron man number three though
0: Love and Iron Man.
1: It, you gotta read it, and I will explain maybe, why we
0: get may, it. May, Maybe when the first trade comes out, I'll give it a shot.
1: That's what I'm doing with Donny Kate's Thor, so... Oh, yeah, Donny Kate's Thor will be reviewed on a hero story by Weekly Issues by myself, and hopefully JD eventually, starting probably next issue, because the trade comes out this week, and I have all the issues after the trade, so going on a little binge pretty quick. Anyways, uh, what do you want to start with? Do you want to do Superman?
0: Yeah, um... My main takeaways from Superman. Um, kind of love the Lana and Lois uh, interaction.
1: I just flipped to it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I've always felt that's kind of untapped potential in comics. I feel like they haven't really touched on Lana Lang. I told you my Elseworlds story idea for Superman, right? Mm,
1: explain, maybe. You I, I have an
0: Elseworld idea for a Superman story that um, I want a world where Clark actually never meets Lois. Um, that he ends up with mm. Lana and. Yeah. As Superman, he's he never really becomes like a full Superman. He becomes kind of like a shadow of what he would be because with Lana, he never really has the confidence to go out there and be that hero. And like I, I, you know, change it up. Like he'd probably like wear a mask because like he's that like shy and like you know he's not like the hero he's meant to be. And I would have Lois with Lex Luthor, and um,
2: he oh, would like be like Red
0: dominating yeah. like, like he'd be like Jeff Bezos, but like he'd also be like president and he would be like like <laughs> like he would just be top level because Lois keeps pushing him to be better and yeah i think there's a superman story to be told there i don't have it all cooked out yet but that that's the basic premise of it so uh yeah okay. uh but anyway cuz i feel like lana in comics is just not touched on enough so that's no, why no, I wanna, that, that's why i want to write that Else world story because i think that it could kind of show what is lana's impact on superman so yeah Anyway, in the
1: end, in today's like in canon, she was Superman's high school crush, and that's about it. And Superwoman for two years <laughs> 2016, 2017, she was Superwoman, but that's about it.
0: Um, I, I love when um, she's, she's gonna edit, um, or she's gonna read uh Lois's un, unread book, mm-hmm. and uh, she goes, Oh, there's a typo, and Lois goes, I'm sure there is. That's a perfect. A perfect dialogue exchange right there because Lois is famous for typos. I thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Superman was pretty interesting in this issue. Um, I liked at the end when um the guy he's the alien thing he's beating the crap out of starts talking to him. And um I, I thought the art was really good for him, his oh, kind of, of reaction. Of course it was, <laughs> yeah. I agree really yeah,
1: fantastic. Yeah, I'm just realizing this. I actually really like this issue.
0: yeah it was was a good issue this is this is probably the first superman issue i've liked in a while so Mm -hmm. uh yeah no i really enjoyed this i thought it was a very good issue um yeah so i don't there's there's not that much breakdown for me because i i kind of just feel like you kind of just got to read it and that's kind of just it but it it was good i like it's
1: mostly superman versus simar is that his name yeah uh this new alien that no one's ever heard of before fighting in the phantom zone And, which is fine. I mean, it's a fine idea for an issue, but it's done really well because Superman's not trying to fight. He's trying to talk the whole time because he doesn't know why they're fighting. It's not like Darkseid just came to Earth and blew up a city. I'm going to fight you. This guy is just like, wait, 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 why are you fighting me? (laughs) So it's cool that the entire time he's trying to talk to this guy and turns out he ends up talking to him in front of an orange sun, which is... I didn't really understand this. Is that depowering Superman or making him even more powerful?
0: I was wondering that myself because I know the, the yellow sun gives him powers. The red sun gives him no powers. Orange is kind of in the middle, so maybe kind of weakened.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure what was going on there, but he basically starts shaking when he sees the orange sun and it's kind of just left in space. So At first I thought it was getting more powerful, but maybe not. Huh. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, to be continued in Bendis' final issue on Superman I believe is the next one is it? it's either the next one or the one after but I'm pretty sure it's the next one.
0: Oh, I didn't know that who's writing after?
1: well then it's Future State oh shit that's close <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very close so we wow. will have to wait and see uh, but uh, yeah okay. what do yeah. you rate Superman?
0: Uh, like a 9 I actually really enjoyed this issue I yeah I'll give it a smil- 9 too I-, I found myself smiling while reading it Mm-hmm. it was good uh, just to get the next DC one, Flash. Um, I-, I think Shinnick's approach to Flash is kind of like, what can I look at in Flash lore that's, like, an interesting thing? Like, like a wording of something, and how can I make that, you know, interesting? So, like, um, like one of the things in today's issue is, like, the apostrophe in The Philosopher's Stone, which is something okay. that's kind of just okay. like, okay, like... like we- you know i've never really thought twice about it but that's kind of like what the issue is about um it's it's interesting i don't know uh i don't know I, i've never been really that into dr alchemy i, I think out of all flash villains it's kind of just like eh. i mean you know,
1: he, uh, he rips a guy who's made a paper of this in this issue which i thought was kind of brutal yeah <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, Alchemy's okay, but uh, it's funny. Um, one of my takeaways from this Flash issue is that uh, Shinnick uses Iris as, like, the audience. <laughs> L- yeah. Like, the yeah. question she asks.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, with the whole chemistry thing.
0: But, uh, but yeah, uh, basically, Barry is... Uh, he, he realizes that the, the thing about his ring is like goes deeper than he realized. Like, it, it's not just trickster stealing his ring, Like the, the ring stuff goes way deep. Uh, and it all leads back to, doc, to Dr. Alchemy. Um, the alchemy reveal, um, little confusing. I, I think they're gonna flesh it out more next issue, but uh, alchemy being what seemed like two different people yeah Um, it says he has split
1: personality here
0: yeah and then split and then then combining into one at the end there uh, where Dr. Alchemy will become all powerful has Dr. Um, Alchemy
1: always had split personality
0: yeah um I I think I'm I'm trying to think what issue it was that had like a full alchemy origin um what is his origin history
1: of the flash (laughs)
0: alchemy has been around for a while so in this in the silver age i i think that he had no split personality but then the modern age they gave him the split personality not gonna be wrong on that but um yeah so he has he has the split personality um basically he gets his whole powers from the philosopher's stone uh he, he transmutes it Okay. And, and that's what and that's what gives him the very uh very full metal alchemist right transmutation yeah. philosopher oh, stone hey. I like that. I was
1: talking to Harper about that today. He called me some bad words. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't like anime. So.
0: yeah, I mean even I mean I wouldn't consider myself a fan of anime, but that is godly content yeah. that Hunter made me watch, and full it metal is alchemist. godly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> JD. Okay. So yeah, I I got JD to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Sorry, off topic for just 1 second. This was like I literally never three, watched
0: an anime before in my life.
1: It was like 3 years ago or something like that. But I'm like, okay, just watch like the first 3 episodes of this. It's like 60 episode, 64 in total, I think, but just watch 3. That's all I want you to watch. And then like a week later
0: and he's like, "Okay, I finished the whole series." I was hooked. It was it was dangerous. It was it was it's dangerous. really good. It's a really good story. <laughs> the first episode I was kinda just like I watched it with the subtitles and I was like, I don't know, this is kind of lame. I don't I don't know if I'm into it. And then I watched the second episode with dub and I was like, okay, this is actually kind of interesting. And then I watched the third episode, I was like, all right, I gotta keep going. And then all of a sudden I was done with the series.
1: Because yeah the first episode's like all right these this is like a fight scene and it's cool. And the second episode is like here's the origin. And the third episode like the story begins. That's why I always say just watch the first three. Did you watch?
0: Did you watch the Netflix adaptation, the live action movie? Because I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, listen. It's. It's not good, but it's not terrible. Like they actually try to. I mean, they try to do too much. They try to fit like five different storylines into a two-hour movie, but mm-hmm. it's kind of faithful in the way it adapts kind things. Kind
1: of. Uh, Alphonse looked good. He was fully. Seen yeah, by. like surprisingly
0: good, right? Yeah. Like, but yeah. Dr. Yeah. Alchemy. Dr. <laughs> alchemy. Anyway, uh yeah, Alchemy gets thrown in prison by Flash and he uses uh the philosopher's stone to transmute escape, get his powers and all that good stuff and him and Flash fight over and over again. Uh and he's fought he he's fought both flashes, uh Barry and Wally. Um I I think there was a story where he had like some twin but his twin was actually himself. And that was part of the split personality. If oh, that's I'm, I'm interesting. remembering right, yeah, that's cool. Um, and and I think that's what kind of Shinnick was trying to draw on here. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, uh, Doctor Alchemy in this issue, uh, they kind of showcase the split personality, and in the end, they kind of all combine it into one. I, I like this. The split personalities are basically all the designs that he's had in comics, which is kind of cool. Like with a oh, big beard and stuff that. like that, that. That I thought that was pretty cool. That is really Um, cool. And then with the mask at the end. But uh, yeah, no, I I thought that uh, Alchemy was written fine in this issue. Uh, I'm kind of curious where they're going with it. Um, it, It's the the whole Alchemy story feels sort of fillery, but also not like that bad fillery. Like it's it's at least still entertaining. And that's kind of what I asked for. It's
1: interesting. Yeah, it's still interesting.
0: I I knew following up Williamson was not going to be easy for anyone. And I know (laughs) that not writing any Flash family was going to be tough because, you know. We just got so much flash in. That's all we want to see. So it's not bad. It's I, not I, terrible. I, I've, you know, I've, out of three issues, I've, I have expect expected worse. I'll say that. I expect it worse.
1: He's on for two more, do you think? or? Uh,
0: I think he's doing more than one arc. I, I know he said he's not staying on long term, but I thought he was doing more than one arc, but I could be wrong here. But, I mean, Future State is coming soon, so maybe maybe he's only just doing these issues. But. Hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, man, we'll have to wait and see. I give it like a seven. It's yeah, good, I'm, 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 I'm like
0: seven, seven, five. I, I thought it was, you know, it was fine. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, enough. you want to talk Iron Man or Spider Man first?
1: We'll lose Spider Man.
0: What What do you think of Spider Man? So, I mean, obviously, I've been binging, so uh, yeah, I, you know, I've been getting I've been getting a lot of story at once. Um, very interesting stuff going on.
1: I like it a lot, actually. And plus, we get that Gleason art. Patrick oh,
0: it's, it's so good. Mm-hmm.
1: I love how he draws Spider-Man's eyes very big. That's always been my preferred look for Spider-Man. Big eyes over small eyes. I think that's an unpopular opinion, too. I think most people prefer the small eyes, but I like the big ones.
0: It, uh, to me, it depends on the artist. I think some artists do very well with the big eyes. Gleason mm-hmm. being one of them.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, it's it's awesome. I like it a lot. Um, For some reason, because about... <sighs> Two, three, f- no, like four weeks ago, because this has been a weekly thing. Um, it was revealed that Kindred was bringing dead bodies that affected Peter back—not back from the dead, but just like at a dinner table, which is messed up. People like went Stacy, Flash Gordon, uh, George Stacy, so on and so forth. And I didn't expect Uncle Ben to be one of them uh, for some reason. I didn't. I don't know why. So when it was revealed that Uncle Ben was one of the bodies, like I could feel Peter's rage with him as he like. Clenched his fist and you see like a, Just a frustration through his mask As he screams monster and like punches Kindred in the face And then Kindred beats him up uh, Really cool art ideas here Like uh, when he's talking about Kindred is very much A centipede Like that's he has centipedes crawling all over him And he has like basically Dr. Octopus arms But centipede um, Really cool how at one point it showed a spider Fighting a centipede I thought that was a really cool artistic yeah. decision there Really, really awesome. Um, in general, though, I think the main part of the story, besides the fight scene, is the is the ending. So, for the past little bit, we've had uh, the for issues fifty, uh, last remains fifty one, last remains and fifty. Yeah, I guess those two. <laughs> the order of the web: so Miles Morales, Spider Girl, Gu- Spider Gwen, uh, Spider Woman, Madame Web, and Silk have been possessed by demons. Peter's really only had to fight Silk at this point, but it looks like uh, during these demon encounters, uh, they started to kill each other. So Gwen was going to kill Miles. Kind of the same way that uh, Green Goblin killed Gwen Stacy. So it's interesting that Gwen is doing the same thing that her counterpart died by. I actually just caught that right now. I was (laughs) kind of flipping through. You guys Uh, are watching it
0: happen on the air, folks.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I just noticed that. That's really interesting. Um, Peter decides, hey, let's make a deal kindred kill me but save the others and kindred straight up was like okay <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he stops the infection saving uh the web miles is able to save himself and everyone's back to normal and the issue ends with kindred's like no about that deal and then straight up snaps peter's neck like that's how the issue ends with peter's neck being snapped obviously he's not dead right but um, <laughs> right. It's interesting. It, it's very like, huh, that feels like a finale, but no, we still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more issues in this arc. So interesting. We know that Dr. Strange and Catwoman are going to be involved with next arc. So, or sorry. Oh, I messed cat, up. I messed cat, up.
0: Cat, cat, cat. And I got a rusty cat cat What is she coming over from DC comics? They, uh, do they agree on a deal? Secret crisis is happening.
1: I messed up boys. <laughs> Black Cat, my bad, you know, you, I know they're you know different. Anybody,
0: you know anybody listening to this podcast right now when you said Catwoman was like,
1: what? That's what you just did, man. <laughs> wow, I messed up. Um, Black Cat, who is different. They are different. They are not the same characters. Black Cat actually has superpowers, and Catwoman does not. Her superpower is people around her have bad luck. Fun fact. So she's the opposite of Domino. Um... It was a good issue. Anything you want to say? Uh,
0: yeah. No, I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I I had to collect my thoughts there for a minute. Um, I I think this arc is really solid. I think it's proving to be Spencer's best arc since probably Hunted, and possibly mm. going to be better. Yeah. Um, I, I think that you know the main thing about this arc is that it's benefiting from being built up over years. Like this kind of feels like. In, in a sense it kind of feels like you know spencer's grand finale which is weird because it doesn't really feel like he's at the end but yeah but, we but, haven't got like, the
1: solicitations from the arcs after this so maybe it is but i don't think it will be
0: but but i'm saying like the way that like the beginning of the story is like now coming to the end like like this is all coming full circle with what he you know was originally writing about so mm-hmm. so i think that you know the story's definitely benefiting off of that and yeah i think it's just the setup is really paying off, and I'm really curious what's going to happen in the end with the snap neck. I, I think this issue was really cool too because it had a very big horror element, which I think that comics don't dive deep into enough, at least in the big two. And I think that it's of untapped potential.
1: Yeah, definitely. Kindred is actually terrifying here. Yeah, like just bringing back people that have died in Peter Parker's life and then saying, Hey, look, I have dead bodies of people that you killed kind of thing. It's interesting how he's doing that. He's blaming Peter for their deaths, and which in a way these people would all probably still be alive if Spider-Man didn't exist. So it's interesting, the guilt and then the pain and then Peter deciding he's going to sacrifice himself to save the other Spider-People. Some people that he's not even that close with. Like um, Spider-Girl, this universe is Peter Parker and Spider-Girl aren't that close. He's close with Miles, he's close with silk I guess but that that's about it even Spider-Woman I know they were on the new Avengers together but they're not that close so it's interesting that he sacrificed himself for that but it makes sense for Peter Parker to do that so we'll see what happens I have no idea what will happen next so we'll have to wait and see I give it like a 9
0: yeah 9 for me too it was very good
1: I'm excited for the next one which is next week because this is a weekly series Um, Iron Man number 3 you have to read this (laughs) this is my pick of the week Holy crap, what a cool idea for a superhero comic. Um, so, for those who don't know that, in a nutshell, this uh, Iron Man story, it's only three issues in I highly recommend it. It's about uh, people, not the public, not liking Iron Man. Not on the stake of, like, rioting and, like, going to his mansion to, like, tear it down. We live in an apartment building now, but, like, knocking his door and saying, like, you suck. Or, like, the point where they don't care about Iron Man, and they just kind of consider him, like, Something that just gets in the way. There's a scene in this book where Iron Man's saving people. And he lands in front of a guy. And the guy's just like, Jesus, watch where you're going. What the hell? Kind of thing. And, like, walks away. And Tony's like, ain't. (laughs) So the first few pages of this were were my absolute favorite. It's basically, um, Tony just doing things here. Uh, He's fighting a criminal in the streets. Like, a costume villain. And police are like, okay, guys, break it off. Knock it off already. Like, they don't really care they're just like let's do your jobs uh one guy tony's just walking home and a guy with a phone goes up to him like filming him, being like hey stark the internet's going on strike because of you ai rights right right man like and tony's like all right you know they're just ais um tony's fighting a robot and people are just like stop it what are you doing kind of thing or he's he's getting shot in the face he's getting beat up and he's walking home just with his suit all dented and smoking people just don't even notice there's one scene that I thought was very interesting where he's flying by and he's he in elementary school and kids are playing, just playing soccer. So he goes and he lands by them. And he's like, hey, kids. And all the kids are like, oh, my God, it's Iron Man. You're so cool. How do you fly and everything? And he's like, well, let me tell you about magnets kind of thing. Like Tony, you just be nice to the kids and are like feeling a suit being like, wow, it's really Iron Man. Teachers come out and I'll just read what they say. They straight up go up to Tony and say, OK, everyone, that's the recess bell. Everyone come back inside. We have a whole afternoon of classes. And Tony's just like, can we just have five minutes? And they say, it's going to take the rest of the day for them to calm down. And I apologize, but all visitors are supposed to sign at the front desk. And then Tony's like, well, I just thought it would be fun. And they're like, for them or for you? Our days are carefully built around structured, fun, centered on learning. We'd love to have you back for a specific activity, but drop-ins like this can be very disruptive. And Tony's like, okay. Okay. (laughs) he just kind of flies off this whole story is just how people don't like him straight up a villain just melts his car at one point and tony picks him up homelanders him by flying him into the air and then dropping him and being like i can just do whatever i want i can let this guy die if i wanted." Changes his mind and goes to save him last second but he's just like i have the power to do whatever i want and people don't care about me it has some really cool moments and some funny moments too like him just talking about how people don't like him anymore. And then it cuts to the scene. And this guy says, sir, this is a burger hut. And he's like in a restaurant talking to the guy. He's like, oh. Uh, sir,
0: this is a Wendy's.
1: Yeah, literally. That that happens here. <laughs> so it, it's funny how they're, they're playing on that joke. And just him being so annoyed of, of life and people not caring. And slowly becoming depressed. So. There's a fight scene in this too, and the arc, the story actually moves forward. But that was my main takeaway from this book. And because of that, I rate this issue a 10. This was a perfect issue. And I am so excited for the next one. This is really good. Like a really, really good comic. Everyone go read Iron Man right now. Iron Man 2020. Not Iron Man 2020, but Iron Man year 2020. It's confusing, but the one that's at three issues so far. And yeah, that's that's the comics of the week. We are 53 minutes in and JD teach us about CGC.
0: Okay. Yes. So, uh, as some of you may know, uh, I was planning to send in some books for the Jeff Johns signing at CGC comics. Uh, you could see Hunter's slabs on youtube.com slash a hero story. Uh, if you're watching us live right now or not live, I mean, watching us on video, mm-hmm. uh, Hunter has four slabs in his collection. Uh, mm. one first appearance, Um, Yeah, the first
1: appearance of Black Manta.
0: uh... And and then uh, one first crossover, or sorry, two first crossovers, Mm -hmm. right? First Daredevil and Spider-Man, first Mutant and Avenger, and then uh, the first Marvel annual. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he's got some cool issues in slabs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I own zero slabs. The only thing behind me is my Marvel and DC uh, vinyl poster, which is actually pretty cool. I got it at Target. It looks uh, like
1: you were in the biggest room ever and those were the only things there because your wall's so blank. <laughs> I
0: have I have pictures. I have like on the opposite side, I have a Revenge of the Sith poster and I got my Godfather poster over there. I just have nothing on this wall. This wall's blank, but every yeah. other <laughs> wall has stuff on it. I, I swear I'm not living in the same asylum. Anyway. okay. <laughs> um, so so uh, I'm, I'm planning to send in books to CDC. Uh, originally, I was going to send in uh well my original thought was to send in all three issues of three jokers and then um my wallet was like dude what the hell so um <laughs> i decided that i still want to send in three issues but i would send in just one issue of three jokers and then in addition i would also send in uh two issues for jeff for yeah, just yeah, jeff there, to there's design.
1: a signing Going on, yeah. You,
0: you could get it for Jeff and Faybach to sign, or you could get it for just Jeff.
1: Jeff John's the writer, Justin Fabok, the artist, and Brad Anderson's also doing this, right? The colorist, uh, yeah. For... yeah
0: for, for I actually didn't sign up for the Brad Anderson one, I just signed up for the Jeff and Fabach. Oh,
1: okay,
0: save myself ten dollars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so so I prepped my books yesterday, and uh, I read about this thing called uh, a window bag. Have you ever heard of that?
1: No, not at all. <laughs> When so, I sent my books, I didn't do that, so...
0: So, it's only when you're d- getting a signature on it. Um, oh, okay. I read on the CGC website if you do not send it with a window bag, they will send it back to you because that is not the way you're supposed to package it. A window bag is essentially uh, a place where the writers can sign, so um, in the most basic terms, it's a cut, a, a piece cut out of your of your bag and board where you want the person to sign, so the writer knows where to sign. So they're not just free signing. Now, I was always under the impression that they just sign wherever. So yeah. you, you actually get to choose where on the comic you want them to sign. So That's kind of
2: cool.
0: Uh, I watched a full YouTube video on this. It was very helpful. But um, essentially, I'm going to try to explain it to you guys. I, basically, what I did is I um, you take blue painter's tape, uh, like an exacto knife or scissor or whatever. You know, Wait, whatever does
1: it comes. have to be blue pa- painter's tape?
0: Uh, it could be any kind of tape. It could be scotch. Um, I mean, not the clear one, but
1: <laughs> gorilla tape. You know,
0: you know, like like blue painters tape. You know, go to Elastic Home Depot. tape. I, I I don't know. You're naming a lot of tapes.
1: Could it be like green painters tape?
0: <laughs> yeah, green green would be fine. It's just got to be painters tape, like like that kind of material.
1: What if it's red?
0: Again, I, I don't think it's a problem.
2: <laughs> okay, go on.
0: <laughs> I don't work for CGC Comics. Anyway, um, so I, I got some blue painter's tape and X-Acto knife and some extra bags and boards that I had. And uh, basically what you're going to do is cut a hole where you want them to sign and outline it in tape. So uh, what I did was I, I, took the, I placed the comic where I wanted, where, you know, in the bag and board. And then I took a marker and a ruler and I'm, marked on the bag with like a black marker where I wanted the lines to go. So I'm like, all right, on the Batman three Jokers cover, I want it to be in the bottom left, right below Batman's face. Like, I think that would be the best area for lo- yeah. for signing. Right. Okay. Maybe, maybe get him to right damaged right across his forehead. Uh, <laughs> and, and anyway.
1: Requests. Hey, Jeff, can you please write damn
0: <laughs> Jeff, can you please make him like Jared Leto, AKA the best Joker? Um, so, so, so then once I had my lines drawn on there, I put the tape along the lines and then I cut. I, I use the exacto knife and I cut. So I obviously I, I took out the comic.
1: I was gonna ask. <laughs> like that, yeah, don't don't leave the comic
0: in there while you're cutting because then you will cut into the comic. But uh, let me just take it out of the bagging board here. So just my so ultimate
1: th- follow-up number four.
0: Oops. <laughs> so 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 this is what it looks like, All right? My hand go right in there. It's the bag and board. It's like you know, it's cut open. So uh, once once I have, like, the whole thing cut out, right, I cut out the plastic there. Then I put the comic back in, and it lined up perfectly as to where I wanted it. So uh, now when they receive the issue, Jeff can be like, oh, uh, no, I don't know if Jeff will actually say anything. But uh, he can be like, oh, okay, this person wants to sign in the bottom left corner, and now I have the space to do it. So I won't, I won't be touching the rest of the book at all. That way it'll keep, you know, it's 9.8 quality. I hope and I'll Jeff be says that,
1: like, exactly word for word. Like <laughs> Jeff, you don't have to say that for every single one of these comics. Right, this is number three hundred. Oh, looks like they want the bottom left.
0: <laughs> Sorry, anyway. <go> <laughs> um, so, so the other two issues that I'm planning to send in—well, uh, not planning to—I already paid for it. So, the uh, the other two issues that I'm sending in are uh, Doomsday Clock number one, the Rorschach variant, uh, right here. This beauty, which Doomsday also I cut—I I cut out my thing and uh i will also be sending in the first appearance of zoom flash 197 which i also made my cut out here this one i didn't make as wide i probably should have made it a little bit wider but i really wanted the signature to be in the bottom left here off of hunter's knee so um yeah not your knee this hunter's (laughs) knee Um, uh but but yeah so um basically what i read online is you got to do the window bag, right? Uh, when when you get your shipping label, there's a thing that you have to put in the back of the window bag so they know which comic it is. Um, it's like a little cutout thing. It's a piece of paper you put in here. So th- there's a lot of rules that need to be followed. So, so you're the, getting the, a shipping
1: label.
0: Yeah, they 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 sent they already sent it to me. Like I just paid for the shipping thing on CGC.
1: Oh, I okay, okay. Sorry, I get it.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, so it'll be in the back here, and then yeah, the the shipping. Or sorry, the the cutout of the window bag is right here, so he can sign right in there, and yeah, it should come out good. Uh, now, in the videos that I watched, they recommended once you have it cut out, because this is now exposed as like the cover of the comic, you're gonna want to put it. You're gonna want to put it in another bag and board. Uh, or oh, at least ju- yeah. or at least just another bag just so it's you know covered that you don't have to worry about it getting any you know marks on the bare cover here cuz I'm touching it right now just the bare cover of it mm-hmm. so theoretically damage could be done uh the only thing is uh, it's not going to fit perfectly in another bag and board because you know two modern bag and boards are like the same size so it's it's very tough to get in yeah uh what, what the guy recommended doing is that Know you've probably seen it in the comic shop before. They have like Silver Age bags and boards, which are bigger. Um, he's, he recommended getting a few of those, yeah, because Silver Age comics were slightly bigger, so yeah, you know, I, I getting those and just putting before. it inside of that. Uh, okay. so I'll have to look for that. But, um, you he said you could also just take a regular bag and kind of just tape like, like take out the board and just like tape it on there and just write on the tape remove so they know to remove it. I mean,
1: oh, the, I did that when I sent in my comics. Like, you taped put- it. So, yeah, I taped uh it, I like sam so it was in a bag and board and then I got two other boards and I like sandwiched it and I taped yeah. it. Just so that I might, it didn't
0: get damage. I, I might end up doing that with it just because I don't have any Silver Age bags mm-hmm. and boards, but especially uh, for but... these
1: like the, the Daredevil comic back there that I have, that's that's uh sixties. So it, it's like made of you know like comics today, it has like that smoothness to it. Yeah. That's straight paper. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I didn't want it to be ruined, so I taped it up. And even then, it, like, I got 3.5. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I talked to one of the guys that knows CGC pretty well about this, and he said that because I've read online that some people write on the tape, like on the blue painters tape, you know, like a little message like, oh, gold marker, please, or, you know, silver marker, black oh, cool, marker, etc. cetera. Um, he said that if, you don't really have to because typically, you know, they're signing thousands of books. They know what color is going to look best. They have you know all the colored markers in front of them so unless you really 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 need like like for example on, on my three on my three jokers cover you know they're not going to sign it with a black marker right like you no. know, just, they'll, they'll I, I would
1: it. request like the pink like the well, I, well jokers, I was thinking yeah. pink
0: would look good too like a pink mm-hmm. marker would be cool but mm-hmm. uh well we'll see maybe i'll write that but uh the only one i've written on so far is the zoom one uh i wrote on it uh best flash story of all time thanks jeff that's kind of like a little message to him but uh Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that, that's um, that's the window bag. Uh, I recommend watching a YouTube video while you do it. That, that's what I did. It, <laughs> it's not very hard. Um, I watched like maybe like a five minute video on it. Basically, it's just taking time and cutting. It's just a lot, yeah. Yeah, and, and making sure, like like I used a ruler when I drew the lines just cause I wanted it to be very straight and mm-hmm. I took my time cutting it. So, don't cut the comic while it's in there. <laughs> <Obviously>, <laughs> just, you yeah. know, cut, cut, cut the bag and board after the comic is already out. But uh, mm-hmm. Yeah um, get your books ready and make sure they are presentable for D for CGC because you don't want CGC to reject you and you end up losing your, uh, spot. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, I will be sending in these three, hopefully within the next week. I am terribly, terribly worried about sending in my books because I don't trust the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think it's, it's so scary to have my books, you know, not in my hands, but, uh, I will be trusting the mail. I mean, you did it. How, how nerve-wracking was it? I mean, you don't see it for weeks, right?
1: Yeah, months. It took me two months. Uh, but I was told to take three months. So I was presently surprised when they arrived. Um, you, tra- you track the whole time. So on CGC's website, when you send, go on their website and say, set.
0: Submission tracker, yeah.
1: Yeah. From there, it tracks your shipping. And it's pretty, pretty detailed, too. So there, there's a few steps that they go through. And I checked it every day when I sent mine. Step one is like, okay, it's there. And then suddenly you get step two where it's there. It's arrived. They have it. And it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, they go through steps like uh, we're we're grading it now. And it's been graded. And now we're putting in the slab. It's been slabbed. And we're sending it back kind of thing. So you can watch it there. I assume for you, you have the it's been signed kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you know what date they're signing?
0: i i don't know i know at some point in december or uh, yeah i think it's december because they have like their final um like send-in date is sometime in december so jeez, oh, um,
1: okay i guess because I, I want the doomsday clock one i mean that's first appearance of my the, marionette
0: the, and... the, the same one as me the the rorschach cover
1: i'm gonna get the same one yeah because you have that, you have that cover i do
0: mm-hmm. oh okay yeah, have... my, mine is in pristine condition. I haven't even actually read this copy. I read my other copy. So,
1: oh, it hasn't read... even been opened. Dang it, I read mine cover. You're gonna get like a 9.8, and I'm gonna get like a 3.5. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> oh, I was wondering, do you know the grade? Like, do you check it online before you got it, or was it a surprise when you got it?
1: It was a surprise when I got it.
0: Okay, I, I, I don't know. I don't check...
1: think there is a way even to check.
0: No, you can check the grades online. Oh. You can see it tells you what not, what you got. That's where you get like the grader's note and all that. Oh, like, right. Basically, yeah. like oh, we thought you know the spine was really damaged, so that lost a point, and the inside had a stain, like stuff like that. Well, yeah, I there. got
1: that back when. when I I, got the I
0: was thinking about not looking at the thing online, just getting surprised when I actually open it. I, I was planning to make a video for the compo Hunters account where it'll be like me opening the package and like showing it to the camera like oh, whatever the grade them. is and guessing like all right i think this one's gonna be a 9.8 and then my either disappointment or excitement. i was like wait four <laughs> four point no this book came out this year <laughs> i didn't even read it um my, my my hope at least is that i'm coming back with at least two 9.8s um i gotta think that my doomsday clock is in quite pristine condition uh i mean you know, I certainly don't see anything wrong with it. Obviously, I haven't opened the insides. Um, my three Jokers, I don't know. It's weird. It has like little marks here and there that I'm not sure if they just happen to exist on the cover. The, the thing I've heard about CGC Comics is that all black covers are hard to get high grades on because when it's dark like that, you could really see any little defect here and there. So we'll see how this one ends up turning out. But I hope this one's also 9.8. Um, as for my Flash Blitz... I, so the site that i bought it from i bought it on ebay and this guy who was selling on ebay clearly bought it off of my comic shop which is a very good website mm-hmm. um you've used it before uh the grade that my comic shop gave it was a 7.5 in my opinion i think it's better than a 7.5 uh The cover is flawless. There's really nothing wrong with it. Um, The only thing, the only defect that I found on it it was on the back. There was a little bit of a stain, uh, just a little bit, nothing too big. But I think that would definitely drag it down at least a a point. Uh, I'm hoping if this one could crack 9.0, I would be very happy. But yeah, anything above 8.5, I'd be happy. So... Fair enough. We'll we'll see about the Flash one ninety seven.
1: We'll we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, and then let us know on the podcast too how it goes as well.
0: Oh yeah, I mean I'll probably post a full video of like my reaction, and you can see me like, what? Yeah, <laughs> or, exactly. or yeah, but uh, but yeah. So that's 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 you know that's my CGC ventures.
1: Uh, one one little thing to let the people know that that are listening in, in case they don't know for CGCs on the top. It's kind of hard to tell on YouTube right now, but just because I have them in the background, but. So you get, you get your score. The best
0: score you can get is technically
1: a 10, but it's like never happened It's almost. like impossible. Even
0: the 9.9s are basically impossible.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, it's in a color, so they're all in blue. For signatures, though, they're in gold, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got something signed and you're like, oh, man, I have this signed copy I'm going to send to CGC. They will grade it as green, which basically just means someone wrote on it. You need proof that you got a certificate of
0: authenticity unless they saw it.
1: Yeah, exactly. If they if they signed uh, and s- some members of CGC were there watching your writer or artist or colorist or letter or editor whoever signed this, they would give you a certificate being like this is proof when you send your comic, send this certificate with it. So, uh our, my good friend Thomas, uh superhero fix, writer of Stride, uh and Stride Underworld and so on and so forth. He uh, he gave me um, the death of the mighty Thor by Jason Aaron signed with the with a certificate, uh, certificate of authenticity. So when I eventually send that in, it will get graded with the gold label, which is
0: awesome. Uh, you you plan to send that in eventually? Yeah, eventually.
1: Uh, one thing about CGCs is it's a little pricey at times.
0: So the the modern books is not too bad though, right? No, no, no. It's not too bad. It's
1: just uh. Just in general. <laughs> for
0: like like for, for me, yeah, it was definitely expensive. The Signature Series is expensive. So um, for those of you thinking like, hmm, Je- Jeff Johns and Faye Bach are doing a signing. Maybe I'll send something in. To get them to sign your book, just the two of them, $120. Uh, to, if you want to add in Brad Anderson, the colorist, $130. Um, and there's a little bit of extra fees in there. I think like total for just the three Jokers was like 130 um, if you just want jeff to sign your book eighty dollars a little a little steep i had thought it was 60 but it's 80 so that's um, like
1: um, that's like 600 in canada dollars
0: ba- ba- basically for, for my three books uh, the total was 310 dollars. so a little over 100 dollars average on each which is uh a little tough but listen i i view this as an investment i think you know, the, the flash one ninety seven will forever be in my collection. And I think that's going to be a fantastic piece to always have on my wall. Um, I think the Rorschach and Batman are both going to look so good with the signatures. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to get those back and hopefully they're 9.8s. They may also end up being trade bait one day. They may end up being one of those things where, you know, down the line, let's say I'm trying to get some key issue that I really want, you know, and, uh, I you know I'm trying to sweeten the deal a little bit. I'll be like, oh, I'll offer my three jokers, number one CGC nine point eight, and a lot of people do that. They they trade slabs. Our good friend uh, Comics Kings just did a trade. Um, he told me he I don't know if you saw it on his story. He had Mister Miracle one uh, yeah. in a nine point eight slab. Yeah, I saw that. Um, he traded. I think he said the first appearance of Far Sector and. Maybe the first appearance of Punchline or one of the newer Batman people. It it was oh, a really? few modern. It was it was like a pair of modern keys. Uh, that let me see if I get. Uh, oh oh no, he said he yeah. said he he said he traded first far sector and the first Robin King, which is just that Dark Knight's metal tie-in. So okay, th- those two for uh, for Mister Miracle number one and nine point eight is a pretty good deal, I think. I yeah. mean, Robin King. Who who the hell cares and far sector i mean i guess is probably getting bigger but still yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad a trade so but it but it does show that you could trade for slabs and stuff especially you know if you kind of know the people so uh mm. so yeah that's why i think that either way it's going to be good for me to have uh and probably for you as well i mean you know the ones that you're sending in as of right now just league 50 and doomsday clock
1: that's what i'm thinking yeah uh, i do kind of want three jokers too though the batman cover that you're doing but yeah justice league 15 well,
0: well now you now ago. you put it in my head of getting that pink marker and i'm like shit that's yeah
1: that looked nice <laughs> so that's why i'm like hmm uh thinking about it but yeah another thing with these cgcs for those interested if you have any first appearances they could go for a lot of money you could be one of the richest people in the world if you own amazing fantasy number 15 the first appearance of spider-man
0: though you probably don't
1: <laughs> you probably don't but maybe your grandparents do and they don't realize it boom you're rich. Or you have something incredible that you'll decide to keep. If I had an amazing fantasy, that'd be difficult to sell. <laughs> Just because I wouldn't want to give it away.
0: I think oh God, that's so hard. I mean, we all put ourselves in that situation. I don't know what I would do. I, I mean, obviously I would it get it slabbed me. right away. I would yeah, least, that would that would be the most nerve wracking to send in the mail. Fuck that. I'd fly down to Florida and Yeah, I was gonna and, say I probably want to go there. Go go to CTC in person. <laughs> I'll I'll be there while they grade it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I've thought about that before. Like, if I had like first Spider Man or first Batman or first Superman, like one of those like ultra rare, like ultra valuable issues, would I sell it? Would would I I sell it or would I keep it? It's a hard debate. Yeah. I mean, you, you could literally like buy a house. With that money, you can buy a house and a car with that money for More than any that, of those issues. You
1: could buy a mansion.
0: And <laughs> you, you can buy a mansion, a house. Uh, you can buy a mansion, a car, and have money left over.
1: Like a Lamborghini. Yeah. And, like they're worth an insane amount of money. And even so, then, uh, get first appearances. That's why I'm buying future state issues. <laughs> even modern yeah. appearances can be worth a lot of money. Punchline's first appearance came out less than a year ago, I believe. Yeah, definitely less than a year ago. And 9.8 is already worth $220. I own that issue. I paid 3 bucks for it. It's already worth 220, $220. The Batman and Laughs. If you own a Teen Titans Rebirth issue, you might own the first appearance <laughs> of Batman and Laughs. Laughs. Teen Titans 12. I have it. God, I hate that. Batman and Laughs. I don't like the character. I don't like the issue. But I have the issue. And it's worth over, like I think, $700 now. Which is insane. Um, First appearance of Miles Morales came out in 2011. Already going for over $1,000.
0: So... Yeah, and, and you never know what's going to take off. I mean, I, I just grabbed uh, this past fall. No, even uh, this past summer, I grabbed uh, Static Shock number one, the first appearance of Static Shock in comics. The first appearance of Static in comics. Uh, I, I grabbed it for $1, and it's already up over 100 with the announcement that they're going to be making a Static movie. So.
1: And the uh, more of appearances, the higher it goes. Mouse Morales, the video game, came out this week. I haven't checked, but I feel like his first appearance, which is Ultimate Fallout number. Well,
0: well when the video game was announced, his uh, his first appearance skyrocketed. That that's what got it over the one thousand dollar mark. So, because mm-hmm. originally it was Verse. like
1: because he was already a popular character right off the bat, a lot of people liked him. Um, Miles's first appearance after about a year was maybe two hundred dollars. Uh, then, Into the Spider Verse happened and it skyrocketed. Well, well,
0: well I, I was I was gonna say put it into perspective. Before Into the Spider Verse you could get miles's first appearance for anywhere between 100 and 200 bucks it was a little pricey but honestly not much now it's worth over a thousand so mm-hmm. some some comics skyrocket uh, His, some his, comic his Sky Rocket, name some dropped
1: don't. in homecoming and then his video game and i guarantee within the next 10 years we'll see him in the mcu which will make it, it e- skyrocket even more. <laughs>
0: i i wish i owned a copy of ultimate fallout 4
1: it's one of my most wanted honestly i feel like i might get it one
0: day it's well i don't know about buying it straight up but no it is i think it is something that you could find on the hunt because it's something that's not like a like it's not a number one so people don't always realize that it's rare so because mm-hmm. it's number four all, yeah four and yeah. it's also actually not that rare i mean they printed a lot of copies of it because it's a mm-hmm. modern comic so yeah but it's gonna uh, be
1: rare in like 30 years from now and worth a lot doing what, what's happening with miles within just nine years alone miles is so popular so, we'll have to wait and see. That's why, like, I I get first appearances of modern characters because you never know. Even Naomi, like Young Justice, <laughs> I'm from Another Earth. Naomi by Brian Michael Bendis. Her first. Oh, appearance, Naomi number one
0: is so expensive.
1: Her first appearance, I think, is in the five hundreds. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Which is weird because I, I didn't think she was that popular, but apparently, yeah, yeah. just
0: it's because it's Bendis made her. <laughs> yeah and well, made, yeah so. Yeah. i mean i wish i owned that first batman who laughs not that i i could care less about batman who laughs but i would resell it so quick i mean uh, i'd take that think, think about that. what you could do with that 700 dollars. like what other comics you could buy oh my god
1: or a playstation 5
0: <laughs> or a playstation 5 Listen, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an so investment money point. right I there
1: think of that oh, maybe we'll get slabbed and then sell it
0: <laughs> turn it into a 9.8 and then sell it
1: because i i've read it once and it's and boarded right now. So
0: Yeah, you better better keep that safe. I got Hell's Horizon
1: number three as well, which is Punchline's first appearance. So
0: Yeah, that and Batman 89. Yeah, there's there's a mm-hmm. lot of comics to be sold there. So uh yeah, look through the modern keys, look through the collector's edition stuff, and yeah, keep keep your eyes poached. And if, yeah, do yeah. do the three if you want to do the Jeff signing, definitely do it. I this is gonna be my first slabs ever. I'm extremely excited for it. I, I getting that back is going to be so awesome. And even if I don't get the grades I want, like, I don't care. It's just going to be so cool to open that and be like, oh my God, I own three slabs and three <laughs> awesome looking slabs. So,
1: yeah, with the gold signature and everything, that would be cool. It's,
0: yeah, it's going to be cool. And expect a reaction video at some point when I get it back in, I'm assuming, 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm right. guessing some point in January or February. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I wish I got into this sooner, to be honest. I kick myself just thinking, why did I not get into the CGC sooner? Because I got well, into them last year.
0: I love that you're becoming such a different comic collector now. You're getting into the CGC. You're getting into the trades. Like, Old Hunter wouldn't even recognize you.
1: Yeah, Old Hunter was like, oh, modern comics only, single issues only. I've read Batman Hush. That's all I need. And now I'm just like, wow, I'm going to read literally every Daredevil book ever made. And I'm going to read every Avengers book from 2000 up. How about I just read every Miles Morales, every Thor book? And I'm like, why do I do this? I do it in trade. And then I hunt CGCs. And I'm like, kick myself. Because I'm like, I had too many good opportunities to get first appearances because i was collecting comics in 2011 that's when i like first started superhero comics that's when ultimate fall came out and i didn't care i didn't care i don't know why i could have gotten it for two bucks in 2016 2016 i was at calgary comic convention and Stanley was there, and I met him and I got a picture with him, and it was awesome. And then an hour later, I could have gone and got a signature with him, and CGC was there, and I didn't because I'm like, what,
0: what, what would you have had him sign?
1: Well, I didn't have any Stanley books, that's why I didn't.
0: But if I, I, wish I mean, I, could... I know that I, I know people have him sign anything, like they'll have him sign Spider Man issues that he has nothing to do with, but just because he's Stan,
1: yeah, like I was like, Well, what, should, what could I get him to sign? I have a few Spider Man issues, but they're not by him. And I was like, "Oh well, I'll just get the picture, and I'll be happy with that." And I am happy with that. I'm glad I got to meet him. But man, I wish I could time travel back in time and like slap young teenage Hunter <laughs> in the face and be like, "Look, you're gonna, you you have a part time job and you're in high school. Here's what you're gonna do, Hunter. You're in grade 12. You are gonna go and you're gonna spend that money that you're earning from working at that trampoline park, and you are gonna buy like a really rare." stanley spider-man issue or something like that you're gonna buy you're gonna spend like 600 dollars on this issue and it's gonna be okay because oh, okay. then you're gonna meet stanley and you're getting him to sign it and then you're gonna grade it and we are gonna be rich hunter and young hunter be like well, who are you why are you hitting me why is your hair long and i'll be like <laughs> stuff happened <laughs> in the next four years how Good do i know it's luck. the
0: real you hunter timmy's oh my god it is the real you <laughs> No,
1: young Hunter was into French vanillas at Timmy's. Now old or twenty-two-year-old Hunter is <laughs> into double doubles. What? Yeah, I'm into double doubles now. It's better than triple triples. Some people have triple triples, and that's like ooh. I
0: don't double speak Canadian, but uh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got. I got last night. I went to Timmy's, and I I I paid for twenty timbits, and I only got ten. And What's I didn't realize Timbit? that until I got home. <laughs> timbits are like. Little, almost like bite-sized donuts or like little balls. Oh, like
0: Munchkins. Like the oh, Dunkin'. F-
1: Munchkins?
0: You, you have Dunkin' Donuts or no?
1: No, we don't. I've had Dunkin' Donuts oh, before okay. and it was not good.
0: <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is essentially, not essentially, but kind of like the American Tim Hortons. You know, it's a coffee place that there's one on. I know it's on... a coffee place. But the, there's one Power on like Rangers every street movie. and it's got donuts and all that. And yeah, they have regular donuts and then they have these like little bite-sized ones called Munchkins. So Really? Yeah, yeah, so I guess that's huh. your your version. <laughs> well,
1: are are they like? There's different flavors, right?
0: Yeah, um, like you get like frosted or jelly or chocolate or powder.
1: Yeah, because yeah, we have stuff like that too. Oh my god, yeah, these are Timbits, but they look yeah. bad.
0: I they're they're not great. I mean, it's it's I, I in in my opinion, all the food at Dunkin' Donuts is not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I tried Dunkin' Donuts. I went to a Dunkin' Donuts in Australia in February, and I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be so good." I keep hearing the hype, and it wasn't good. I was like, oh. there,
0: "There should be no hype. It's it's very mediocre food."
1: <laughs> yeah, like this this is where it's at. That's what a Timbit is, and that's the Timbit <laughs> box right there. It was a good. Why did
0: you only Why did you only get ten of your twenty?
1: I don't know. I I paid for twenty two because I had the receipt, and I got home and I like sat down and I opened it up. And I'm like, "There's only ten in here." I pay pay a refund. Ten. Yeah, I didn't want to drive all the way back to Timmy's and be like, "Give me a refund," because it was late, and I was like, "I'll just eat these then. it's oh, <laughs> whatever.
0: Wow, so your pain started long before the PS Five. It started. With yeah, because I because I went there
1: to get a coffee because I was going to be up late to get the PS Five. All right, let me tell you about that real quick in the one episode. I really wanted a PS Five to play Miles Morales, and I'm like, man, I think I could actually get this. I feel like I got this. So, I heard that there... I called stores ahead of time. I called every store in my area.
0: And, and you work There's at Best somewhere. Buy, no? Like, you couldn't put one inside for yourself? I have,
1: yeah. So, uh, no, 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 you can't. But, yeah, okay. uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to call places ahead of time. So, I called... I'm going to name some places that maybe America doesn't even have. I called Walmart. I called Costco. I called Best Buy. I called The Source. I called Shoppers Drug Mart. I called London Drugs. I
0: haven't I called, heard of the last three.
1: I uh, <laughs> called EB Games.
0: You E.B. game sounds familiar, but I don't know the source of like the EB other Games two names. Pretty
1: familiar. Uh, I call all those, and all of them gave me the either we don't know or yeah, they'll be on our site at one a.m. So I'm like, all right, one a.m. One a.m. comes, and I refresh the page. I had every single store page on tabs, I refresh, and it crashes. Every single page crashes because everyone's trying to get it. So everyone's trying. So I'm trying so hard, and I tried up until three a.m. And I was messaging Comic Boy Harper harper tyler and harper he was awake because he lives in like a mystical realm where there is no sleep <laughs> at nighttime. but uh yeah i was mentioning them and we we're trying and we we're sending each other just pictures of ourselves with the caption pain and eunice too really We're or a flash he did a live video <laughs> and i watched it too of him trying and it was just playing like frank ocean and he just had sunglasses on and just was silent the whole time that was very really <laughs> funny but pain and then at uh, 3 a.m. I'm like, okay, I need sleep. I'll try again in the morning because I feel like they'll be up in the morning. Because I know the Xbox. I saw the Xbox was live in the morning, but I'm not trying to get that. So I went to sleep and I woke up at 7 a.m. And I went on and they're available. And I add to my cart on Best Buy. And I add to my cart EB Games. And I went checkout and both of them crashed. So I bought it on PS4. I bought Bounce Brothers on PS4. I'm having a blast. But
0: <laughs> Now, when do you think you'll be able to get PS5? Well... Is this something that it could be like a week? Is this something that could be like a month?
1: I'm thinking like it's possible to get in a week if I want to force myself through the pain again and possibly get it. Because I know people that I live in the same city as I do that got it from this morning or last night. I was mm-hmm. getting like Snapchats and everything, and be like, Oh, just got it and I'm like shut up. But uh so so it's possible. So I think I think restocks are happening every week. So if I try again next week, I think I can. But I'm kind of less motivated now that I have mouse Morales. <laughs> a little bit less motivated, and plus I, I'll get it eventually. Eventually, it'll be in stores easily, and everyone could get it. But you yeah. could go to a store today, and be like, "I'll get an Xbox One," and there it is. So, I I mostly want it for Spider Man Two and God of War Ragnarok, and those aren't coming for a while. So,
0: well, well, for, for me, when I got PS Four, you know, I was loving the PS Three and ps4 had gotten announced and i was like damn they're really making a new console like trying to rock out ps3 anyway (laughs) uh ps4 gets made and ps4 launches i i I have nothing to do with launch i don't try to get it or whatever i I was still skeptical of it and there was nothing out at the time there were like three games out and i was like eh do i really need to get the new system for that like one of my buddies got it on launch day but then he was still playing ps3 with us because all his friends are on ps3 so he wasn't gonna go play ps4 alone so It was probably like a good, maybe like three months or so, maybe longer, because it was 2014 at this point, right? It launched 11 uh, November 2013. It's it's 2014 now, maybe like mid-2014 too. So it's been probably like six months maybe since the launch, Mm -hmm. and I finally got it. Uh, I got it with a bundle with the game Destiny, which I thought was going to be good and was not good. (laughs) uh but you know (laughs) ps4 is kind of nostalgic for me because it's the first system that i bought like with my own money so like ps3 and you know ps2 were like gifts from you know my parents when i was a kid ps4 came out when 2014 so i was 14 at this point and i was buying and i was working and uh, i remember this is when i first started working like i just got my working papers and i just was working for the first time like my first job and my first like i think like four or five paychecks all went into me getting the ps4 like like i can remember making like 60 dollars in a week and i'm like oh my god i can get it now like it was like (laughs) such a a nostalgic feeling and yeah like it's like looking back at that like puts like a little tear in my eye but now it's like ps5 i kind of feel the same way i felt with ps4 where it's like i have nothing to do with launch it could be you know a month till i get it. it could be six months till i get it like i'm not really in the rush i'm not in a rush
2: anymore either
0: Especially was, like, like, like you mentioned, like any game that I want that's gonna come out on PS5 isn't gonna come out for a while, so I got time to wait. Not you that I think it's gonna drop in but price, it's on PS4,
1: but... so
0: yeah. If it wasn't mm-hmm. releasing on PS4, that'd be a different thing.
1: <laughs> Cause then you'd be hunting with us. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, I. I, I would have been that in one.
0: the pain last night. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I just got my PS4 two years ago too. I I was new to the PlayStation experience. I've never had a PlayStation before. I got it just for Spider Man too. I played the exclusive, don't worry. I played God of War and Last of Us and all that.
0: So now you're... So you were Xbox forever. Now you're on the PlayStation side for good?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, I really like Halo. So maybe I'll get it eventually for Halo Infinite. I'm a huge Halo fan, but that's about it for Xbox. For PlayStation, like, I love... I'm one of the few people that I don't care about online, to be honest. I don't play online. All my friends that live in my city, they all play online together, like, every night. And I just... I never f- enjoyed online for the most part. I'm I mean, not
0: you the- don't play like Call of Duty or anything like that. Like, any, no. like the big, and even like, then, I games. say I love
1: Halo, but I love it for Master Chief. I love it for the story. <laughs> I, lo- I love the campaign. I like the story they're going on. But I love solo, oh. deep, rich. Yeah, <laughs> every night in the shower. <laughs> I-, I like like those solo, <laughs> deep, rich, emotional story-based games. That's what I like. I love Red Dead 2. I love Last of Us. I love Last of Us 2. I love God of War. I like uh, Spider-Man PS4, and that's why I got the PS4, because you got those exclusives with those perfect storytelling moments. I'm so excited for for God of War Ragnarok, and if they make Last of Us 3, I don't think they will, but if they do, it'll be on PlayStation, so that's what I like about that. So Xbox, yeah, you got Gears of War, I don't care, but I like Halo. But even then, I even consider myself more of a Nintendo guy, if anything. I'm one of the few people oh, out there. Right. I love all Nintendo Switch. games. Yeah. And my first console was a GameCube. And I got a Nintendo 64 later on the line. And then I got the Wii, Wii U, Switch. I like all... Well, Wii U kind of But I like all Nintendo systems. My favorite game series ever is The Legend of Zelda. And I love competitive Super Smash Bros. I watch that on Twitch all the time and I play myself, so yeah i like that kind of games solo games and then like fighting games or party games whatever you consider most of nintendo games i don't play call of duty at all i, I played black ops zombies a lot though <laughs> like the first black ops zombies every there once in a while my brother and i we go in there and we just do split screen like i think we did that like a split month screen is ago is
0: terrible for zombies so hard yeah. to play but
1: yeah about a month ago my brother and i we we played split screen black ops 1 zombies Kino. And it was a blast. Very very nostalgic. That's the only Call of Duty we actually (laughs) own. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. For for me, you know, I was on PlayStation, like, from very early on. Uh, Like, I can remember going to my cousin's house and playing, like, Crash Bandicoot on, like, PlayStation like 1, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, But, yeah, PlayStation 2, Crash Bandicoot, more Crash Bandicoot. Um, I can remember going over to my cousin's house and playing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, Like delivering the pizzas and shit. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Um, And then I I can remember, you know, getting my PS3 was really cool because it was like the first system that like I kind of owned to myself. And then, you know, I I rode that one until the wheels fell off. I love PS3. And then PS4 came out and I was like, okay, like this is is the upgrade. Like all my friends eventually got it. So I was like, all right, you know, we're, we're all getting it. Whatever, I'll get it. Mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's been pretty good as well i think it's you know playstation 4 is pretty cool and now it's kind of crazy to think like it's on to the next one it's on the playstation 5 like that's mm-hmm. it's like every seven years i guess but still it's like wow this is kind of nuts
1: yeah here we are yeah, yeah i'm glad i'm sticking with playstation and they seem pretty reliable i would i for like the playstation 3 time when you're playing playstation 3 i was playing we but also uh xbox 360 i had that for halo and then I got day one Xbox One. My mom actually oh. had a... Had oh, a really? Of, yeah, my mom had a gig where she worked for uh, Microsoft's marketing team. So she was able to help kind of get a day one Xbox One, That's which is cool. I got a t-shirt that says day one and it has the Xbox logo that I don't know where it is anymore. But I, was, <laughs> I have the first one and the last game I bought for it. I don't play Xbox that often. I was more. I was always just go back to Nintendo or PlayStation 4 once I got that. The last game I got for Xbox One was Injustice Two, and I remember when I first started playing it, my the Xbox was like, like it was gonna blow up, because it's the day <laughs> one Xbox, <laughs> like, like oh god. And then I looked it up, like, why is it doing this? And everyone was like, well, if it's the day one Xbox, there's a lot of problems. Like that's, oh, that's funny. That explains it. So yeah, then I. Got so maybe a it's
0: better from. that you didn't get the day one PlayStation Five, so one day it won't make the noise.
1: <laughs> yeah, because at first I don't remember that happening for the day one Xbox. There like there was the only game it was like Rise i think that was the only game i had or i had like a zombie game that came out but yeah maybe it is good but i feel like they fixed those
0: problems now i don't know if day one ps4 it is the same thing but i mean i have a pretty original ps4 obviously because i got it within six months of launch and when i turn it on to do anything it sounds like a turbo engine so you yeah. know it's
1: turn up miles morales when you go to play
0: that <laughs> oh boy yeah when i go to play miles i'm even downloading miles i'm sure it's going to be sounding like a turbo engine but uh but yeah so i'm i don't know ps ps5 should be cool i'm kind of looking forward to the next gen me too but my friend's trying to get me to get a pc instead and i'm like nah man
1: yeah okay yeah i recommend it but i also understand if you don't it's great for gaming i built a pc in a uh, grade nine uh, I saved oh, really? up my cash money for my first job, Walmart, for two months. I worked there two yeah. months, and I, I didn't pay for anything. I just saved my money. I bought a watermelon, and that was it. I just saved for a gaming <laughs> PC. Yeah, that was the first thing I bought. I,
0: well, I've heard the story of this watermelon, and I still don't really get it. But...
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was the only thing I bought with, uh, with uh, my Walmart money. But I saved my money for a, uh, a gaming PC, and I built one. I, I had some friends come over that had PCs, and we built one together out of scraps and junk i i used the base as my mom's old work computer because my mom was moving at the time so she's like you can have this it's bad i'm like well i'll just make it good then so i put in a graphics card and like a fan and it got to the point where it was really bad but i was really forcing myself through i was down like so many games modded skyrim and this was like when skyrim was first coming out so that was like a massive game and like modded fallout new vegas and eventually you got to the point i played Saints Row three a lot too But it started to, like, crackle inside. Like, I hear, like, (laughs) and I looked it up. It's like, if that's happening, that means, like, a fire could light in there. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, I was like, oh, it's fine. It's not going to happen. So, I remember I kept playing it. And then suddenly, I was playing Saints Row the Third with my friend. (laughs) Remember that game? And then my screen just goes black. And then it goes blue. I'm like, what's going on? And I was playing online. I was like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And uh, I don't hear any reply back. And then I hear, happening again and then smoke starts to come out my pc oh god i'm like what's going on and i like put my hand on it and it was hot to the touch and i was like oh, oh god. no and so idiot hunter panicking home alone like 15 years old or something like that decided to do the stupidest thing in the world and it was night two, I remember. I think my parents might have been sleeping, but I didn't want to wake them. My dad works nights. He's a firefighter, so he was night shift, and I didn't want to wake my mom. Uh,
0: ironic that your dad's a firefighter during the Yeah, he wasn't here this. for
1: this. I, uh, I've burnt a few things <laughs> in my house. I almost burnt my house down a few months ago. But uh, I oh, was God. an idiot, and I grabbed water and just chucked it at the PC, which oh, just made dad. it go like, tss, and like evaporate in the air because it was so hot. And the whole thing was like... And I just start dumping cups of water on it. And uh, now I don't have a gaming PC anymore. <laughs> I didn't unplug it. Why, why didn't I unplug it? Because I feel like that would have stopped. And then I could have just sold the parts. But instead, I ruined it by throwing water.
0: <laughs> I like that your first reaction is let me get a glass of water and just douse my entire computer. Not thinking about the parts inside. Not thinking yeah, about it. I was panicking. Like, like the dude, this will solve, like, like, like 15-year-old Hunter was like, if I pour this glass of water on it, I'll be able to play the game. I'll be able to get back into Saints Row <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, oh,
1: I can play Saints Row again. No, I'm pretty sure I knew it was dead by that point. Oh, I texted God. my friend like, hey, man, I can't play Saints Row the Third anymore tonight. Sorry. But yeah, <laughs> I, uh now my computer that I'm using now for this podcast is fairly decent. So I can play Skyrim on here with medium graphics. So that's not bad. But I will never play Saints Row the Third again without those memories and fear of hearing a clicking noise. I remember because the, the noise sounded like my... I had an alarm clock. And this was like before you use your phone for alarm. And to wake me up in the morning, it would make a click before going like, eh, eh, eh. so click mm. and then wait a few seconds. And it reminded me of that. So every time in the morning when I, I wake up from the click over the alarm and my heart will like skip a beat. <laughs> fire? A fire? Yeah
0: oh uh, god this this podcast episode has taken an extreme left turn <laughs> no,
1: we're still recording
0: <laughs> we've just been bullshitting for the past like 50 minutes
2: should we end it
0: <laughs> i guess this is the end um <laughs> if anyone is somehow still listening um why <laughs> we've been babbling like morons for i'll the last...
1: tell my uh almost lighting my house on fire a few months ago for another time how about that
0: there you go if, if you're somehow still listening <laughs> and want you. Hun- and you want hunter to tell that story dm us <laughs>
1: just, uh, i'll just tease it to cat kind of suspense to people curious it was less than a year ago and several firefighters broke my door
0: <laughs> oh god I I need to hear the story. Oh boy! Okay, if if you're somehow still listening and you want to hear that story like I do, I was send us a message. It, but yeah. send, send us a message on uh, on a hero story, um, and yeah, thanks for listening to a hero story. This podcast is very random. Sometimes uh, we talk comics and we talk video games and we talk yeah, fire. Yeah, this is like a gaming
1: podcast and like a dumb moment podcast
0: yeah um yeah so that's that's that um yeah anyway if you're listening on itunes we appreciate a five-star review or whatever you think we're worth because we go on for hours and hours mm-hmm. um if you are listening anywhere else we'd appreciate a follow or subscribe uh for a hero story i'm jd
1: i'm hunter and thanks for being a hero
0: and remember every second is a gift goodbye B-